0: The countdown to ACC kickoff is real, and we are super excited to just go over each team and the expectations they have going into this season. What are the burning questions that we have for these programs? But more importantly, we're going to read your comments. Let's see what you talk about in today's episode. Your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked On ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, joined by Kitten Gibbs of Locked On Wolfpack. I'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked On College Network. LinkedIn jobs help you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions do apply. Rocking and rolling here. Kenton, feeling good about the weekend, getting excited for ACC Media Day, which is also known as ACC Kickoff. Football season is finally upon us. You know, all the weddings are out of the way. All the baby showers are out of the way. Now we can just focus on football.
1: Are they? Are are baby showers and weddings ever truly out of the way? As (laughs) well, I guess they are. Yeah, yeah. Can we attend them? Exactly. Our our non-athletic friends will always say a baby shower in December seems appropriate. Ma'am, it's conference championship time. Okay. You and that baby are important, but State ain't won one since before I was born. And if they're in it, you best believe I'm not gonna be at your baby shower just let you know lord have
0: mercy i've already decided i've got to get married in like march or april more like april because the basketball season will be over too like i feel like that's a safe month to get things done
1: you know absolutely especially when you mess around with the acc you know what i mean like as much as all the realignment has revolved around football we know you know as much as Swafford wants uh no it's not Swafford now is it right let it go it's- My boy, my boy, boy Jim Phillips Phillips. As much as Phillips wants football to carry the water, we know in the ACC, in terms of winning percentage, in terms of toughest conference, we all know men's and women's basketball carry that water. So, you know, eh, that's a safer month, maybe. I mean, maybe March, April, maybe is safe, uh, with us with with ACC.
0: Are you trying to phonetically like hint at May or like are you just being maybe saying that?
1: I mean, listen, it's your life, it's your way. <laughs> I, I can't tell you when to do your way, you feel me? But I'm just saying, if you're trying to avoid when there will be important sports for the ACC, I feel like May, June ish would be there. July is definitely a dead time, you know what I mean? Right before ACC media days and kickoff, that'd be a great time to get it in.
0: July feels like it's hot as hell to have a wedding. But that's just me.
1: But again, that's you know everybody got their own thing. All I know is, is in this place of Raleigh, North Carolina, if if my old lady want to get married here, if she want to get married anywhere south of here, if she, it better be indoors. I don't know <laughs> what I don't know what you you know I'm a I'm a Midwestern guy now. I'm I'm a Detroiter through and through. I can't be out here in this heat. You know, I mean,
0: you're you're football a former football, football player, ball. so you're used
1: you're used to all of that. Listen, these people don't want to hear about uh, our future, you know, the, the different ways that you and I are going to want to do marriage with whoever we choose to do in the future. They don't want to hear about that. They okay. want to hear about some ACC football and the kickoff that's coming. That's what they want to hear about. So let's stay on task here.
0: Well, damn, you couldn't even let me transition, but that's cool. That's fine. Totally fine. What I was going to say is you're used to the elements, you're used to football, and so we're going to get into this ACC kickoff conversation. But, you know, if you want to run the show, go for it.
1: Listen, the the worst part about football for me, everybody doesn't believe me when I say this, especially with how much I got injured toward the end of my career. The worst part about football for me was being hot and dirty. That was it. (laughs) <laughs> Those were the two things that I like the only things that when people would say like, oh, man, like the game is so perfect. If there's anything you could change about it. When people look at cold weather games is like that's football weather. I'm with you. That right there is football weather. Anything <laughs> hotter than about 70, 80. That's not football weather no more. That's relaxing weather. That's good. That's getting the dome weather. That's weather control. <laughs> that's what that weather is to me.
0: No worries. Well, it's about to get hot and dirty as we head to ACC kickoff. Registration opens on July 19th, but we'll have interviews all day on July 20th and July 21st, that Wednesday and Thursday. It'll be a grand time for what will be a very exciting day, days really, for the Coastal and Atlantic teams. So this will be the last year that we have the Coastal and Atlantic, you know, split. Right, And then we'll eventually get to that one division. It'll be interesting to see how they divvy up the teams from that regard. But as it stands, we'll have the Atlantic teams on Wednesday and the Coastal teams on Thursday. So just a housekeeping note for you guys who follow closely to the Locked on ACC podcast. We've got Kitten Gibbs going. We've got the Locked on Syracuse guys going down to ACC kickoff. So, of course, we'll do like a meetup there. We're also going to give you good coverage. What are the guys talking about? What are the coaches talking about? It's going to be a great opportunity to hear from the horses' mouths what they're excited for and ready for for the season. So, we'll give you all of those sound bites, we'll give you some recap. It's going to be a, a good uh, couple days to me of great content. So, just to let y'all know that. So, make sure you're following us at Locked On ACC and you're following at Kanasi Cooper at TGIF underscore Kenton, or you can follow at Locked On Wolfpack. So many follows. So, there's that. But to break it down, Wednesday, Atlantic teams, your favorite former NC State star yourself as you're looking at ACC kickoff. And last season, I could say from a North Carolina standpoint, there was a big target on the team in Chapel Hill. But let's start with NC State, who to me has the biggest, hey, we're here, we're ready. This is our season moment going into the 2022 year. We've got head coach Dave Dorn. He's ready to give us something good followed by his guys who are going to make, you know, head turning with Devin Leary, Isaiah Moore and Drake Thomas. So how are you feeling about NC State and what are the couple things for the fans that they can expect to hear from these guys or more importantly, what you hope to hear
1: from these players and coach? First of all, calling me a former NC State star was extremely generous. I appreciate it, though. I really and truly do. Uh, but fun yeah. fact
0: about Kenton: Let's talk about the fact that Kenton gave Coach Doran his first ever ACC win. He secured that one for him. Know. Okay, now, listen, we gotta give. We give. We give stars on this show. Okay, listen, I, every I, time. I, I, every I, time I speak, someone's always dropping my nugget
1: of being the first African American female
0: to swim in Carolina. So I'm going to give my stars where I can give them. So hush.
1: I you know, I I, I appreciate it. And anyhow, anyway, yeah. um, what do the fans want to hear? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's such an interesting question because there is so there are so many different aspects to this. And there it's a it's a very complex and nuanced situation because let's just be honest, right? The first situation is number one, how have you become the hunted without winning as the hunter? How did that work out? Like how did you all of a sudden become a team that people are looking at as a, a serious contender without having ever truly unseated the champs. Even if you say, well, you unseated Clemson and they were the big dogs on the block. Sure, you beat Clemson. You didn't win the Atlantic. You didn't. You definitely didn't win the ACC if you didn't win your division. So how is it now like y'all are the favorites? I think that Clemson is still the decided favorites in the Atlantic. But now that brings me to what do the fans want to hear It's genuinely a perplexing case, and it has to go fan by fan because, of course, there are going to be those fans that say, lean into it. And I'll tell you, I'm one of the people that's like, listen, at this point, lean into who you are because NC State has tried for a very long time to downplay any expectations because they fall short. But I believe that those two things possibly have a correlation to one another. And at this point, listen, being humble and saying, oh, we're just the old shucks. We're just the old guys over in Raleigh and. We're gonna do our darndest. That's not. That's not getting it done. So at this point in time, hey, you might as well walk in there. You know what? Y'all expect us to win. Good. We expect us to win. Let's see how it goes. You know what I mean? Uh, so there are the fans who want to hear that, and then there are also the fans who want to hear the whole. You know, I mean, this it's a it's another uh, it's a year where we got a lot of guys here. You know, we're we're gonna do our best. We got a lot of experience back. We got a lot of guys back. We should make a lot of rookie mistakes, and uh, we'll we'll see where the chips fall from there. But we're gonna control what we can control to keep it pushing. You you've got different types of fans that want to hear different types of things, but you know, Wolfpack Nation is a, a very eclectic and interesting fan base. And to say that they want to hear one thing, there are certain fan bases that I know exactly what they want to hear and who they want to hear it from. But uh with NC State fans, you know, it's as long as the main guys are are, you know, um there, I think they'll be happy.
0: I really got to decipher this because I want to break down a couple points that you made. But first, I want to remind you guys that as the sun comes out and small businesses are back, we got to make sure that LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier for you to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to. Did you know that every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Don't sleep. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on. And LinkedIn.com/lockedon will give you a free job posting, but terms and conditions do apply. We're rocking and rolling here with Kenton Gibbs of Locked On Wolfpack, and of course, talking about the first day of ACC kickoff and the Atlantic teams being on deck. NC State has a target on its back, but according to Kenton, basically. I feel like you're trying to call everyone's bluff. Like, what is the hype about if you haven't won anything? We're not, it's not worth all the hype that's surrounding it. And I'm sitting here saying, well, if you got all the guys who are coming back and they're really feel, feeling themselves in terms of maturity, understanding what it takes, to getting certain monkeys off your back by beating Clemson, why not feel like you guys are the team to beat?
1: I mean, again, it's it's very simple to me. My, my idea is flatly that if you're going to show up With that attitude, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, okay? Uh, In Dave Doran's second season, 2014, okay? We're going uh, to play Chapel Hill in Chapel Hill, all right? And Hakeem Jones, starting safety. Now, he was a star. That's a Wolfpack star right there. Hakeem Jones uh, said of, uh, I believe it was Marquise Williams, who was UNC's quarterback at the time, he said, I mean, he's a front runner. He's, He's soft. If you hit him a few times, he'll slow down and he'll break. Now, um, publicly, of course, Dora wasn't like, yeah, he's right. That's my guy." did it But in that meeting room, Dora said, Hey, Hakeem, if you're going to say that, you got to back it up. And the defense got rowdy and, and Hakeem got rowdy. The defense got rowdy. It was like, this is, this is what we doing. This is just how we go. This is how we rock it. Now, granted that delivered Dora's first ever win over, uh, the boys in baby blue. And again, there's there's many different ways you can go about this. There's many, many different ways. So are ways you
0: saying talk is cheap in turn in regards to we can give all the accolades and all the hype in the world, but until you actually deliver it, what is it for?
1: I'm gonna quote Dave Dorn to talk about Dave Dorn. <laughs> hey, if you're gonna say it, you gotta back it up. If so, if the if this is and this is the thing of why I'm so this is such a nuanced thing, because I I have not heard any NC State player say, We're winning the ACC next year. This is our division. Everybody else is just living in it. I haven't heard anybody say anything remotely close to, we should be the favorites. But, so are they
0: the wolves in the wings who are just sitting there waiting for their turn? Like, they're not going to be super vocal. They're just you're just putting in the work.
1: I think that they're the hunters again. I think that they have the mentality of the hunters because, again, if I know anything about Dorn, if I know anything about Thunder, if I know anything about that program, I know that until there's a ring that says ACC uh, champs, i i highly doubt that there will be a mentality and attitude of hey we're the big dogs on the block like and, until that ring is there it's just a hey, we're another guy on the block trying to earn our spot and that's what what it you know that's what it is so
0: cool so y'all just the puppies on the porch i got it i get it
1: see that's not that's that's not <laughs> you know uh, you, you see locked on the <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you talk about whooping up on their folks and taking the little palm. What what's the little leaves that they got around? The field, the, the what? little bushes, that little bushes y'all got. Well, anyway, we took a, everybody had one and, and we was chewing on it when we left. But that's the point there. That's okay, the point. Cool. That's got how it. it goes when you when you talk about her precious tar heels. That's how I rolls.
0: I was just sitting here trying to finish your whole analogy there. So I was just trying to make sure that we're going to go colloquialisms here. If you're not the big dog, you the puppy on the porch. But anywho, I say, all that, I say all that to say, NC State clearly is a favorite, but there are other teams in the Atlantic Division on the first day that we're going to have to hear from. And Clemson is a team that clearly didn't have the season that they wanted to, but pretty much have been the champions for the past six, seven years. Give me something, Debo. Give me something, DJ. I need to hear from y'all and be sincerely convinced that, one, you're going to actually bring something to the table this year, and I can get back to ele- you elevate the conference right now. Like, your game being great means the ACC looks great. So that's why I want Clemson to have a good season.
1: I mean, I, I feel that to an extent. But I'm okay. going to you this. Okay. The ACC last year was better than multiple years where Clemson Won the ACC championship, and 100%. this is not a this is not a knock against Clemson to say oh ho ho you all lost. So now the conference is good. No, if you really look at the conference top to bottom, top to bottom, even if you look at the top teams in the conference, they struggled against teams that were the middle of the pack. If I'm if I'm uh, not if I'm incorrect here, please let me know. But didn't the boys in baby blue beat Way Forest last year? Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. That this was a conference where it was not just the like, all right, these are the guys, this is the one team and everybody else is just the But you worst. know that that
0: team that has the monkey on the back? Like for me, Wake Forest, that was the monkey for them. Like Carolina is their monkey. Y'all had NC NC State had Clemson, right? So I think there were just certain games. And then for y'all, I thought it was the Miami game where it was the head scratcher, like if I could just have that one back. Even the Wake Forest game, if I could have that one back for NC State.
1: Of course, of course. But this, what I'm what I'm saying here is that this, this conference, at the end of the day, those head-scratching games, while we look at it from the outside as a head-scratcher, the teams participating in it, especially the team that won, looked at it as, I beg your pardon, this is what we were supposed to do. We showed up and did what we were supposed to do. So to me, a conference with parity is better than seeing one team be landslide better. And again, this is not a knock against Clemson. If Clemson comes back, is back to what we thought they were going to be last year. DJ is playing like a top five pick. Um, uh, the running game is going out of control. The defense stays healthy and they knocking heads off left and right. But the rest of the conference holds is what they are. NC State holds and plays well. You got Miami who everybody believes is going to be good. They play well. You got uh, a lot of teams who are question mark, but they're kind of middle of the road. If a Louisville team that's kind of middling plays well, then this will still be a good conference. So the question for Clemson becomes, are you ready to reclaim what you believe is yours with what is basically an all-new cast? The receivers from all those championship teams, gone. The back from all those championship teams, gone. Uh, Skalski, who was on all those championship teams, he was on about what? Skalski was in college since you were there, Kansas. Kansas, First of all, don't
0: disrespect me. No, I'm, this just saying,
1: thing, I'm, I'm just saying that man been in college since <laughs> since before I had hair on my chest. You understand? Jay was, he, that he loved him some college now. He said, it's the best 10 years of my life. I'm going to take advantage of this decade. But anywho, with that being said, I mean, the reality is, for Clemson, you don't win or lose a championship on media day. Y'all got to go out there and do the work. You got to go out there and show the rest of the conference. There is not the same Sense of fear when you got Clemson on the schedule. They're in the same sense of, all right. Well, Clemson's coming through. Let's go ahead and pencil a L. Not yeah. saying that we ever had that when I played, but I'm saying that I know. Trust me, I got friends that played at other schools in ACC, and I knew there were multiple teams where when when Clemson came up. Oh, yeah, All right, go ahead, pencil L in. You know, eleven to one season is possible. This ain't played a snap of football yet. Yeah, eleven to one. We we can do that. We can do that. So, I mean, yeah. this, this is up to Clemson to go re-earn your title, go re-earn the throne that you sat upon for so long because um, uh, I want to say it was the movie 300, and they were talking about Xerxes, and they said, how do you make people stop uh, believing in the God? You simply make them bleed. Well, this year, or last year, rather, was Clemson's year to bleed. Now, th- let's see what they really are in terms of, is this a bounce-back season? I don't know. You know, losing two coordinators, losing all those guys to the NFL, it's tough, but we're going to see.
0: Yeah, 100% agree. The last uh, team in the Atlantic that I wanted to touch on here was the Wake Forest team that almost went undefeated last year, who, of course, made the represented the Atlantic in the ACC championship game. Fell short, but you also have Sam Hartman, who is on his Skalski track, who's here for, what, year six and a half. Mm-hmm. Now this is his absolute last chance. And to me, you still have A.T. Perry. You still have a defense that has gotten a year older. And you have a coach who is very good at what he does and a team that's very sound in terms of minimal mistakes and what have you. So as much as we go through the season and always analyze the Clemsons of the world and what's the Coastal how crazy is going to be, Wake Forest to me is just the team in the last few seasons that have been so consistent whether it's like yeah, there's some head scratchers where we probably should have kept that one. The one couple games against Carolina are definitely ones you want back. But Wake Forest is a very solid team with a very good coach who is committed to that university. So for for what I want, I would love to see Wake Forest have the same type of strong season as it did last year.
1: Let me tell you something that that Wake Forest team needs to be uh, just looking and 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 chomping at the bit to put those helmets and shoulder pads back on because people are talking about them as if they weren't the Atlantic champs last year. Yeah. Like you are not hearing anybody say, oh yeah, Wake Forest has a chance to get back this year. They'll get better. And they've gotten older on defense. You know, another year with AT Perry is never a bad thing. Hartman is a guy that for whatever reason, uh, some folks really, really believe is a top two or three quarterback in this conference, which, uh, Kenton, we don't don't have time. We know know if anyone who's
0: listened to the show long enough knows how you feel about quarterbacks. Listen, you—you are the part That's the hard. That's position you are most critical.
1: I will say there has to be. uh, I'm just saying if you're saying the top three quarterbacks in the conference, there can only be three people. Is Hartman one of those for you? For me personally, no. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't say so. I think he's a good quarterback. This is a stacked ACC in terms of quarterbacks. It's Who's your who okay, well,
0: here we are. Who are your three quarterbacks?
1: I would probably go uh Devin Leary, Malik Cunningham, and three would be tough. Three would be really tough, but it's really close between Tyler Van Dyke and um and Brennan Armstrong. But I, I probably would get it... Tyler gave
0: you one good year. I, I, Y'all that's would... why I said i probably get a
1: nod to Brennan. Listen, listen tyler van dyke the only reason the only reason that tyler van dyke was even in that conversation is because like while sam hartman's team were the champs i don't believe that wins are a quarterback stat and if you Mm -hmm. look at that offense it's predicated on putting the defense in extremely tight binds with the rpo it's predicated on the fact that like offensive players for whatever reason even if they're six five can fully extend their arm away from corners and be like,
0: see, oh, what's see, that? we don't have, we don't have to wrap, wrap it up, wrap it we're up. Not,
1: but again, <laughs> but again, but again, I'm gonna tell you this though. Mm-hmm. The Wake Forest, go ahead and add this to your bulletin board too. I'm yeah. another one that's on this tape. That's, that's not, I think that Wake Forest should be the favorite as they won it last year. Yeah. And they have not lost all that much. they mm-hmm. lost one of the best running backs in the nation in Kenneth Walker III and won the division. That team needs to be. They need to be pissed off, motivated. They need to be, I mean, looking like everybody is just chewing on alka Sessors for fun. I mean, foaming at the mouth, ready to roll uh, based on what everybody is saying about them at this point.
0: No doubt about it. BetOnline is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. It is a continued source for sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all of the podcast news that you want to find out this season. And as we're getting ready for college football, it is going to be the place to be to get all of your betting action in. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline is where the game starts. So we're wrapping up here with Kenton Gibbs of Locked on Wolfpack. And as we are talking about the top three teams in the Atlantic, we're going to touch quickly here on the coastal teams that will be talking to us on Thursday. And I wish I could give you this lovely list of top schools in the coastal that are ready and willing and going to be the best. And all I got for you is Miami. And even then, we're just going off wishes and prayers and thoughts and overhype because Mario Cristobal has brought in a hell of a crew. Tyler Van Dyke has had a hell of a you know freshman season, but you know at the end of the day, it's a new year, new vibe, new people. You don't have Bubba Bolden on defense. You've got guys who are coming in. Who you know is Tyler Van Dyke going to throw to? Those kind of questions. And I'm just sitting here saying. Do you buy the Miami hype? Like, listen, we were buying into De'Aaron King Miami hype. We were like, okay, is he going to get healthy? going to be in time? All that stuff. We were like, well, you could convince me. You got a healthy Tyler Van Dyke. You could convince me that Miami might be the one to beat in that coastal side.
1: Football, just like all sports, is about comp- level of comparison. It's a lot like Dayton, okay? If your pool is... Has a lot of a lot of bad beautiful women, men who are like built like brick houses, make all the money in the world. It's gonna be polluted. You gonna your your expectation is gonna be, uh, man, that six six figure six pack, six you know all that good stuff. But if if your uh, date pool is not that right, if it's the person that uh, you know work at the sit go that got a little funny walk to them a little bit, you know you, you, you're. That's what you're looking at with the Coastal. That's why Miami is 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 getting all this love because you look around the Coastal and you say, well, who else is going to get it done? The the team that just lost their best quarterback in team history, who they could not win eight games with when they came in as top five, who else are you going to look at? The the Virginia team that Brennan Armstrong was – you know, in the words of Barry White, he was their first, they last, they everything on offense. He did it all for that team. And yet Bronco Mendenhall is gone now. So you, you're asking yourself, how good can they be with a first year head coach? You got Georgia Tech, who, you know, I've I've said I think they're gonna be better than people believe, and everybody called me crazy. But again, based on what I'm seeing out of the coastal, I wouldn't you got Duke, Duke football. I'm gonna leave it there. I ain't gonna say nothing else. Duke football.
0: Who are going to win more than six games. I wish everyone will stop hating on Duke. Coach Elko is really changing that program. I say it every day. I'm going to say it till the season's over. Y'all really are sleeping on Duke, and I hate that for y'all. I love Duke football, as we all know. We've come to find. Like, that really is my jam, and I hate hate it. Like, I really am going to win so many bets this season, and the one, if you are listening to the show, you're familiar, Kenton and I have this bet. On Duke football winning six games. And if they do, you going to run me what? $150? $150, what?
1: Dollars. Well, I, I, you better go to bet online if you want that money. You better go to bet online. We
0: literally had this conversation. Sure. sure. Don't renege re- re- now. Don't renege now.
1: Again, again. Okay. You got, you got, okay, so wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I just thought about this. You got a first year coach at Miami, first year coach at Virginia, first year coach at Virginia Tech.
0: First-year coach at
1: Duke. First-year coach at Duke. More than half of the division has first-year coaches.
0: So I mean, but at the end of the day, someone's going to fly, somebody's going to like fall, you know, at the end of the day, I think Tony Elliott is going to do a lot better than people think. I think that Mario Cristobal is going to just have to adjust. And you know, why do you think Tyler Van Dyke is going to be great? I think there's gonna be a lot of eyes and pressure on Miami and their fans probably are the most critical beyond this. Like to me, it's like Miami and Florida State, same kind of fans, intense If it's not, if it's not dubs, it's just trash. You know, like, I think that's going to be really intense for him. So we'll see how he adjusts. But you got Michael Elko, who the bar is in hell. Like,
1: you can go only, but after, after looking at, after really examining. Are you on
0: my team now? Are you
1: on my side? After examining the coastal, (laughs) after examining the coastal and realizing (laughs) that literally half of that division over. Go ahead and say it.
0: Go ahead and say it.
1: I would be shocked. If Duke wins six and I'll pay up, I'll pay up. Okay. But it wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world. For okay. Of, thank you. The only teams bringing the coach back is Georgia tech.
0: Who's, he's North, damn near out.
1: And North Carolina.
0: who He's damn near retired. And that's it. Oh, in Pittsburgh! I'm sorry, Pittsburgh. Yeah, don't sleep on Coach the, the ACC champions. I was that's say, terrible. That, 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 that's really terrible because that's how you know ACC last year was a fluke because everyone's like, "Oh yeah, Pitt did win." Like that's bad.
1: I'm well. It's not that. It's Pitt. Pitt had a mass exodus. What do you want us to do? Kenny I'm Pickett just saying. Went to the NFL. Addison is in USC now. Like there was, you know. But Kaden is here. Like they they you know locked and reloaded. Okay. Okay, cool. Oh Keaton Slovis, <laughs> it's a scary sight. I, I forget. I'm talking to a
0: defensive guy. I forget. It's I forget. Scary
1: hours for the conference, everybody. Thank <sighs> oh your college and fan yourself. Keaton Slovis is in. again. I'll tell you this though. Remember the same boat I said Wake Forest was in? Yeah. Pitt is gonna be in that exact same spot. And okay. I know Coach Narduzzi. I know Coach Narduzzi. As much as people call him a troll and a, a butthole and all that good stuff. That guy knows how to get a team motivated in the way that everybody is acting like they did not win the entire conference, get to a new year six bowl last year. Oh, I know they're going to be, you know, they, <laughs> they're going to come out with pitchforks and lemon juice next year. That that team is going to be like a petrified uh, woodpecker. And i mean like a woodpecker in a petrified forest, just looking for work all day, every day, when they get it, uh, when they get to wear those pads on Saturdays and Thursdays, I know, I already know about that uh, pit team, what's going to happen. No
0: doubt. We had one really good comment that I want to make sure that we touch on before we get out of here. Tom, uh, Mr. Tom Mates, I hope I got your name right. He said, I think the only thing that gets in the way of NC State getting 10 plus wins is the mental preparation required for winning. Focusing on the opponent and their strengths, exploiting their weaknesses and making not making mental errors in the field. And to me, that wraps this up real nice because that's what every team needs—not just NC State. I think you can't undersell any ACC opponent this season. I think you can't overkill it and think like, "Oh, well, they're just so good." Blah blah. I don't see any ACC team feeling too confident, but also being like they don't have a shot.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I, again, this is the this is the most parity we've seen in the conference because the one top team has lowered a little bit. And all of the mid-level to, like, bad teams have kind of raised up a little bit. But the worst-case scenario for the ACC as a whole is to be what these teams are looking like coming in. Like, let's just be honest. Let's just be honest what a lot of these teams are looking like. Candace, we just talked about two coaches who are on their way out in in terms of uh, the Coastal. And then we got four new coaches. And then you go over to the the Atlantic. Atlantic. And you got a couple more coaches who could be on their way out if there's a bad year here. Satterfield, if he has a bad year. Nah, here,
0: he's a recruiting machine now. He ain't going nowhere.
1: Okay. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Dino, our boy Dino. Now, listen. <laughs>
0: Listen, Dino, this listen. is Dino's last one. I hate that for Dino, him. Dino I miss you, for I'm going to sure. miss you, Dino.
1: Let me tell I'm you, gonna
0: something. Miss
1: you, Dino. Dino is a steak well done on both sides. You understand? That, that, <laughs> is, that man is cooked. He's done.
0: Continue.
1: I'm just saying. And, and, and then you look around the rest of the conference and you say, how many of these coaches really do have a job secure that are first year?
0: I think Coach. Point. I think Coach Halfley has a job secure if he wants to stay.
1: Okay, Halfley. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Cause hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Yes. We thought that Halfley's. Remember after Media Days last year, what you said about Halfley? I did. And what did Halfley show you? Not well. It wasn't his fault. No disrespect. Okay. His quarterback was injured. One of the best yeah. quarterbacks in the conference coming in. We thought. And he, he still. And
0: they still almost beat Clemson with. Bad with a backup quarterback, but Clemson wasn't giving us what they should have gave us last Okay,
1: season. so 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 they almost beat Clemson, but how many other teams did they look real bad
0: again? <sighs> you know, it'd be like that. It'd be like that. I get so, you.
1: So, okay, we're we're talking we're talking halfly. now. Hold on, now y'all just got rid of uh what was what was the gentleman's name? Ball guy had like seven offensive linemen on the field on every play. Okay. <laughs> Are you talking about uh, Boston College? Yeah.
0: Wasn't it uh is it Demario? It's something Italian, wasn't it?
1: It was wildly <sighs> Italian. It just it, it's true, but their last head coach, their sorry, AJ. Coach, their, AJ is looking at us really, really Caspazia. Crazy. Something like Sazio. Sazio I yes, like. It, it was. It was something along those lines. It was something along those lines. Uh but again, again, we we looked at we looked at him and said, All right, you're not getting the job done um up there in BC. Halfly, it don't matter how many motivational speeches you give. It don't matter if you look like the coach that would win a fight out of all the ACC coaches. At some point in time, your boys got to win some football. They got to go out there and win some games. They got to go out there and be competitive in the Atlantic if he want to keep his job. So, again, if these teams, if no team surprises us, if no team at the end of the year we're saying, wow, that was really good on them, this conference could be in for a rough year in terms of football. 100%. I believe Adazio. That was his name. Adazio. It was Adazio. I told you. I told you. It was Adazio
0: Masia. You know, uh, either way it goes, we got to get out of here. Guys, it's always a pleasure. Again, if you want us to read your comments on the show, please hit us up on our YouTube page. Make sure you subscribe. We're almost to 500. I said if we get 1,000, By the start of the season, which is a couple weeks away, I would shave my head. So, you know, if y'all really about it, just let me know. Like, I'm over here, been long hair for a long time, but I'm ready to let it go. If we can get a thousand subscribers by the start of football season, by week zero. There's that. Ken Gibbs, you can find him at Locked On Wolfpack. Make sure you subscribe to his channel. He has some really good content out there. He, <laughs> You can watch this anytime, <laughs> or you can follow at Locked On ACC on Twitter. You can follow me at Kennedy Cooper and Kenton at TGIF underscore Kenton. All of the good vibes there. Make sure you come back again. We have ACC Media Day slash kickoff happening this week, full of good content, a lot of good things coming your way. So don't want to miss out. For Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs, until next time.